Hello, this is John Harrigan, founder of ImmortalNow.com, where we teach the secret to immortality. In this talk, we're going to discuss a little bit my book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. That's Qigong and Spiritual Growth. You can find this book on our website, ImmortalNow.com. You can buy a digital copy for, I think, a little less than $3, or a paperback like I have here for about $7. That's the book. I'm a Qigong master. I teach the secret to immortality, and I've been on a spiritual path really since I was born. Um, as a young boy around six or seven, I was looking into a mirror and saw past lives, about 1,500, a little bit more, and I could experience all the lives at once. And I was just very aware of how and why I was born with a mission to discover the secret to life. And over time, through trial and error, through experimentation, search, meditation, Qigong practice, and wonderful mentors, I'm here today for you with the secret to immortality. Really, it's joy, happiness, and freedom where we discover our deep core, our deep self, our soul, where it's immortal, and we can live that eternal self into this world, into the flesh. I suggest that we're in heaven now. We've just gone astray a little bit that we're the creators making this creation, physical creation, by our thinking, our words, and our behaviors. And we've kind of made a difficult place where there's disease, death, and hardship. And we can reverse that very quickly as just enough of us, certainly don't need everyone at all, but as a critical mass of us start to live with better thoughts, better words, better behavior, and for immortality, specifically living with the idea that we are immortal now, that that's how we're born, that's how we're designed to be. Yes, science can kind of get there eventually, but if we start from a place of eternal life, that's all we need, and that's where the power really is for a beautiful place to live. One of the things I've done is I've written a book. I have many blog articles, also a podcast. This YouTube video will be in the form of a podcast. It's both a video on YouTube and a podcast. I suggest if you want to get going with The Secret to Immortality, go to our website right away. We have some videos there, Qigong videos. I'm a Qigong master. We have some free videos to see, tell you a little bit about Qigong and the process, the three-step method of the secret to immortality. One, mindfulness for immortality. We're going to be going over today in the book. And the second is Qigong for lasting life. And the third, immortality coaching. Let's get into the book for some good stuff. I'll just read you. This is from Page 57, page 57. Activate your perfect soul. Our souls are perfect love and grace with stillness and enormous strength. And that one line is enough just to sit with the whole day, to meditate on throughout the day. And that's how this book is designed. <laughs> it's really an inspiration, inspirational meditation book. So I'll say that again. The heading is Activate Your Perfect Soul. 
What are we doing with this reading in the book right now? We're activating our soul, our eternal soul of goodness, strength, and eternal consciousness. Activate your perfect soul. Our souls are perfect love and grace with stillness and enormous an enormous strength. Our souls, who we are, our real personalities, our real being, right here physically in our core, our souls are perfect love and grace. That's a nice thought, but it's really more than a thought. As you practice meditation with me, as you do Qigong, as you get involved in our website at immortalnow.com, we have a course you can take, highly recommend, um, decades in the making. And we have a weekly, a monthly membership where we have Qigong instruction, Qigong classes, and more in-depth talks like the one much more in-depth talks and much longer than the one you're seeing now. Again, from my book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth, activate your perfect soul. Does that sound appealing to you? Do you want to do that? Do you want to activate your core? It doesn't matter what you call it. Your core, the center of you, your soul, your heart. Let's activate it and let it work in our life with perfection, strength, goodness and ease specifically our soul our eternal self alive in the flesh is at ease relaxed and calm not reacting to the outside world but holding a presence of eternal life goodness and strength reading from the book our souls are perfect love and grace with stillness and enormous strength naturally we're good and kind or bad and cruel. Either way, it's our choice what well we do. I feel like I'm reading Winnie the Pooh to a group group of children. And that's really how I write. I write at a very simplistic level, not really by choice, but when I write things for publication, it comes through in a very simple manner um, that anyone can understand. Naturally, we're good and kind, or bad and cruel. Either way, it's our choice what well we do. There's treasure in our soul that's ours. When we act in good and thoughtful ways, we activate our gold and bring alive our perfect love. Again, that paragraph that that I just read, that sentence is enough for your whole life. If you just focus on that sentence... Day after day, throughout the day, pause, read the sentence, say it out loud, say it silently, think about it, meditate with it. Again, there's treasure in our soul that's ours. When we act in good and thoughtful ways, we activate our gold and bring alive our perfect love. I'm suggesting to you as you meditate, as you listen to our words, read our book, our blog, take our course, you'll find there really is treasure in your soul. It's already there, I suggest. You're born with it. It's who you are. You don't have to earn it. You already have it, but you do have to find it. It's like a treasure hunt. Life can be a difficult hunt sometimes, but it's like a treasure hunt. When we act in good and thoughtful ways, we activate our gold and bring alive our perfect love. Oh, so you kind of have to act certain ways to get this goodness, get this immortality and wonderful life. 
Yes, absolutely and positively. This isn't like the fountain of youth somewhere in Florida where you drink it and just shazam, you're immortal. It takes a little work, ladies and gentlemen. You have to find your precious, perfect, wonderful, loving self. And as you do that, act that self into the world with your thoughts, with your words, and your physical behavior. There's treasure in our soul that's ours when we act in good and thoughtful ways. We activate our gold and bring alive our perfect love. We have to take action here every day throughout the day. When we act in good and thoughtful ways, we activate our gold and bring alive our perfect love, our eternal immortal self, the goodness of the world. And the world responds to how we think, speak, and behave. We live, I suggest, in a reflexive garden of Eden, where this garden creates anything we do. Anything we say and do, the garden forms itself based on how we're thinking and acting. So the world, the earth, can be beautiful, wonderful, and pure, or it can be cruel, difficult, and unkind. So reading more from the book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth, I think you can see that. I'll hold it still. It's by this guy here. That's me, John Harrigan. Qigong and Spiritual Growth. I'm on page 57 and 58. We can say no to wrong. That's the the next uh, little section I'm reading from. We can say no to wrong, which is the heading. A lot of times we're caught in something that really is wrong, and we know it at a very obvious conscious level, or it's very subtle, but most of us can really feel when something's good behavior or something we're involved in or when it's bad for us and other people. But often, just because life has so many difficult things that are kind of wrong, we forget that we can say no. We can say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to join you, or no, I'm not going to do that, or no, thank you, I don't want that. The ability to say no is probably as powerful as the ability to say yes. Maybe it's more powerful. Because I suggest we are immortal now as who we are. And when we take away the thoughts that deny that, when we take away the thoughts, our behaviors that are sabotaging our goodness and our success, we just take away what's wrong and harming us. The goodness naturally comes out of us. Think of a child, a baby, a toddler that's really been treated very well by their parents They're naturally full of happiness, full of love, full of affection, smiling at peace with the world. A newborn and toddler never, ever expect there's anything as difficult and horrible as death, disease, hardship, and accidents, because that's who they are. A a child well-raised, a toddler, expects nothing but immortality and goodness, because I suggest to you, That's where that child came from, and that's who that child and we uh, already are. Reading from the book, ta-da, we can say no to wrong. If grace and love don't happen in your life today, perhaps something's wrong. Maybe you've not been treated well by yourself. 
or someone else. I need reading lessons or better glasses. If grace and love don't happen in your life today, perhaps something's wrong. Maybe you're not been, maybe, again, I'm tripping up. Maybe you've not been treated well by yourself or someone else. I'll edit that and make it more readable in the next edition. If grace and love don't happen in your life today, perhaps something's wrong. Something is wrong. All of us every day can have grace and love in our life because we already have it in our soul. You may say, oh, but my life's so terrible. It's so awful. All the better. Because in difficult situations, and I'm talking from personal experience, long experience, in really difficult life situations, that's where you can really get a powerful grasp of your eternal nature, of the goodness, of the love in you. When it's hardest to find that goodness and love, when we do find it, that is a powerful foundation that we're setting down. A very nice thing. If grace and love don't happen in your life today, perhaps something's wrong. Maybe you've not been treated well by yourself or someone else. So we have to treat ourselves well. We have to inventory our thinking, our motivations. Why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we saying what we're saying? Is it out of the goodness of our heart? Are we really helping ourselves and other people? Are we kind of competing, damaging, and harming the world and ourselves? You, you can't harm somebody else without hurting yourself because your harmful actions, words, and thoughts are created first in you. And they're already hurting you before they come out as harm to somebody else. If grace, we have grace now, you have grace now, I suggest strongly in you. If grace and love, you have love in you now, I have love in me now. If grace and love doesn't happen in our lives today, perhaps something's wrong. Maybe we've not been treated well by ourselves and someone else. When someone doesn't treat us well, naturally we go into a fight or flight thing. We, we contract, we tense up. It's a defense thing. It's a survival thing. I suggest to, to you, most of the time we don't need that. Most of our existence, we were hunter-gatherers, human, humans, the family of humans and our recent species of Homo sapiens. Most of the time, even our recent species, most of our existence, we're hunter-gatherers. If there was a danger, we needed to react. You know, if something wanted to attack us and eat us, we needed to react. We needed to fight or flight to survive. But now in civilization, most of the time we really don't need to. There may be some person on in our job situation who wants our job, who's kind of a threat. I suggest to you, you can deal with that best without fight or flight. You know, sometimes we do need to kind of rise up and defend ourselves in our homes, in our workplace, and in the public. But usually we don't. Think about it. Do you really need to be in this constant state of alert, fight and flight? Reading again from the book, we can say no to wrong. We can change how we treat ourselves. We can stop the wrong others do to us. We can ask for what we want and not accept what does us little good. We can say no. And I want to go to the most extreme example. Maybe you're being mistreated by your boss at work, and it seems like there's nothing you can do about it. Maybe you're being mistreated in your home, 
and you think there's nothing you can do or taken advantage by friends or family, I'm going to the extreme example, to the hardest examples first, to show you that no matter what life is serving up to us, we can go to this divine self. It's hard, but that's fine. When it's hard, we're going to make the most progress. If difficult things are happening in our lives, we can say no to them. It may take time to say that no. It may take time to get out of a difficult situation. But for most of us, most of the time, it's not. We can just say a polite no or a louder no if someone doesn't get it from us. Quote, reading from the book, my book, we can change how we treat ourselves. We can change how we treat ourselves any second of the day. We do that best by changing how we're thinking and how we're feeling. How we're thinking, how we're feeling. Go to my website, immortalnow.com. Try some of the free Qigong. Read some of the articles on the blog. Listen to the podcast. It will help you change your thinking and feeling. You'll learn some techniques that you can do instantly to change how you're thinking and feeling to connect you to more of the goodness, love, and peace within you. We can change how we treat ourselves. We can stop the wrong others do. We can ask for what we want and not accept what does us little good. We can say no. Again, the ability to say no, the understanding of when no is correct to assert in our lives, and no is a powerful thing that can take away the hardship and wrong in our lives and let us experience the blissful, wonderful, perfect self that we are. The words no can be divine, kind of like a sculptor chipping away. Using the word no, the sculptor's chipping away on the stone and slowly revealing the perfect, beautiful self that you are right now and today, that we all are, everybody on earth, everything on earth. Again, if, you've, if you like what you've heard today from my book, I think you can see that. Hello, book. Qigong and spiritual growth. What is spiritual growth? One of the the definitions of spirit is feeling, emotion. Spiritual growth is just growing into more and more positive emotions, positive feelings and thoughts to where it becomes automatic and you become literally a font of grace, love, and positivity. That's how we're designed to be physically, I suggest, and you absolutely can have that and be that. One more time, the book is available on my website. In my website, there's a link to Amazon.com where you can buy this book in digital form for about $3 and in paperback, I think for about 7 It's not too long. You can open it up anywhere and just read a little paragraph and be inspired, be led, be stabilized, um, feeling stronger. We have important photographs for you to contemplate in every chapter. That's another little benefit. So to close here, we're finished for the talk. The website is immortalnow.com. We have lots of free things there for you. The um, blog, articles, our podcast, and we have a course you can take, uh, Decades in the Making. We have 
Immortality Lab, a monthly membership where we have new Qigong classes and new lectures more in depth and longer than this. And when you're ready, we have Qigong coaching. And for that, um, you would just contact us personally. Tell us uh, what you've been doing, where you're coming from, and why you think coaching may be for you. And we'll dialogue a little bit to make sure it is appropriate and the right time for you to be coached. Bless you and keep you. You are immortal now.